Welcome to the SJ Child Show, where a little bit of knowledge can turn fear into understanding. Enjoy the show. Thank you so much for joining the SJ Child Show. Today's episode is around bullying. And I wanted to take a moment to talk about a personal story that um, happened. I was born with outer ear microtia, which is an ear malformation in which my ears weren't properly formed all the way. And I have these little that look like baby ears. And in my childhood, I was bullied a lot about being different and being weird and being called an alien. And it was in my 30s when I was out in the in the world and somebody yelled to me like across the parking lot, hey, little ears. And I thought to myself, are you kidding me? We're still doing this. We're still looking at people's differences and, you know, separating them and making fun of them. If you or anyone you know is being bullied, please get them the help and support they need. It can be traumatizing all throughout your life and into adulthood. And I hope everyone can just learn to be kind, teach kindness, be kindness. Enjoy the show. Hi, welcome to the SJ Child Show. Today, I have a wonderful guest. I'm really looking forward to getting to know better letting listeners know more about um, messages that we will be talking about today and how to better go support our guests. We'll find out more at the end and let you know that. So thank you so much for being here today, Devin. Um, It's a pleasure to meet you and I look forward to getting to know you better and learning about all of the amazing things you have going on right now. So introduce yourself, please. Awesome. And thank you for having me. Um, Hi, everyone. My name is Devin Moore. I am the founder and CEO of the Race to Speak Up anti-bullying organization. So what Race to Speak Up is, it's also a nonprofit. What Race to Speak Up is, is we focus on educating students about bullying prevention and we focus on empowering them to be upstanders. If you guys don't know what an upstander is, that is someone who supports the target of bullying. But overall, they are someone who will be there to help and uh, help with in any case. They're supporters. So when it comes to race to speak up, we're really working towards gaining more of this education, this anti-bullying education in schools, um, libraries, uh, camp, literally all over because we know how important this um, anti-bullying education is. Um, with Race to Speak Up, I founded this when I was 14 years old after going through some very racist bullying. It was in person. It was cyberbullying. It was verbal. It was not a good time at all. A 14-year-old Black person going through that, what, what was I to think? What I did think was I'm scared. What I did think was I need to speak up to my family, which I did. I spoke up. I let them know what was going on. But unfortunately, it was still a very hard time. I mean, they was very they was there to support me. But still, it was a hard time with all of what I was going through. And so I realized through that that bullying wasn't only happening in that school environment. 
In fact, it was happening throughout a lot of the worlds. And I realized that people were hating, being hated on for not only race, but also sexuality, religion, culture, size, something as simple as wearing glasses, wearing earrings. You know, it it's it's unfortunate how impactful this is. And so I wanted to educate others and speak up so that others know that, yes, this other person that's your age went through this and here's what they're doing now to be a part of that positive change to help others. They're encouraging you to speak up. So that's like the main thing of who I am. I'm also an author of a children's anti-bullying book. It's called Devin Speaks Up. Um, I'm holding it up right now also. <laughs> so that's the that's my cover. Um, I wrote Devin Speaks Up in order to educate, really give students a hard, like concrete tool that they can bring into their own environments in order to further learn and as well as start this conversation at a young age. Um, so yeah, that's what Devin Speaks Up is. And then just also on top of that, I'm 19. I, I'm from Long Island, New York, but I go to the University of Maryland where I'm studying psychology as well as minoring in nonprofit leadership. So there's a couple of different things that I am, I am doing. Um, but yeah, so that's me. So nice to meet you. And wow, I'm so proud of you. You know, coming through that type of adversity and seeing how you can make a difference in society rather than turning into that bully or, you know, taking it out on yourself or or the ones around you. What a truly like hum- humane and dignified way to live. So super proud of you for that because it just shows what a resilient and amazing person that you are and the heart you have to want to share this and um 19 and has you know all of this going on and just it's it's unbelievable. I'm just that's so exciting for you. Where do you see the future of the nonprofit and everything going? Like, what is our end goal? I know that's big. I mean, it's a great question. So when it comes to race to speak up, another thing that I don't really think I really mentioned is we have race to speak up against bullying workshops where I'm going into schools and I'm directly giving students the tools, the activities, um, educating them on like different ways that they can solve or or identify this bullying issue and calls to action. So I'm seeing that um, continuing on a hopefully national, hopefully international um, level in the years to come. I really do. Not only do I want to educate because I know how important it is, but it actually brings me joy you know, hearing a child come up to me, or if it's Devin speaks up, hearing a child come up to me and saying, you know what, you spoke up when you was going through this and I'm going to speak up too. Or when I'm having my workshops and they're like, just kind of, they themselves are kind of pushing me off to the side. I, when I'm done and they're like, Devin, so I went through such and such. Um, I know you just gave this workshop, but here's my specific instance. What should I do or what can I do? I really appreciate and love that. So I want to make sure that I educate, continue just to educate others through race to speak up on a bigger level. Absolutely. You know, it's so important. It 
it starts so early on. It's unbelievable how early on you can find bullies these days. And not only that, the saddest part about that is how long it continues and how old you can find people that are still bullies today. That is just the saddest thing that, you know, you can go from daycare center to retirement center and there's still somebody in one of those places that thinks that they have this power or maybe they don't have any power. So then they attack other people to try to gain that that power from people. What do you think is a good advice for, we'll start with the the young people and the parents. How can we start to empower our kids through this program and just in your own advice? So when it comes to empowering, the first thing that I would say is you have to be open to listening and to understanding how much of an issue bullying is. The word bullying has a lot of stigmas around it. People don't like that word. Schools don't like it when, you know, they see like someone says bullying's going on in this school. A lot of places don't like that, which makes sense because bullying is not a good thing. But we have to be open to learning about it and open to hearing what's actually happening in these different environments, because bullying is not only in schools, but open to hearing what is happening in these different environments. And then we can move forward in empowering our young people, empowering our people my age. I mean, I'm still young, but like people my age. Um, And so the best place to empower, first, I already said, listen. So listen, um, as well, try to come with your affections to these instances of bullying. So you can do that through like being an upstander, which again, supports the target of bullying. So say to someone, okay, why don't we um, try to figure out the best ways to support each other? Does that look like um, writing a positive affirmation? Does that look like um, showing each other really kind videos and saying, this reminds me of you. Or when it comes to just empowering a, a student, empowering a young person overall, I think I actually I already said listening, but just they need to feel heard. We need to feel heard. I want to feel heard. That's why I'm, that's why I'm always talking. But I want mm-hmm. to feel heard. We want to feel heard. And voices do matter. What we're going through, it matters because this is what uh, is affecting us. Whether if it's positive or negative, this is what we're going through. So sharing, and then also we should be open to understanding and learning from each other, being that this world is not one thing. So I think the power of listening, as well as the power of taking a proactive um, approach to this issue of hate and bullying, those could be the best ways to empower our students, as well as even when it comes to empowering adults. Adults want to be heard too. So we need to make sure that this workplace environment is a safe space. You know, when it comes to um, the the handbook of whatever workplace that you're at, making sure you're actually following those rules in order to make sure that uh, we're supporting and we're feeling comfortable in this space. You shouldn't be feeling uncomfortable in your work environment because someone's hating on you. You shouldn't be feeling uncomfortable in your school environment or your camp, your library, your, uh, well, your bookstore, your, I don't know, anywhere, you should not be feeling uncomfortable. So, and yes, I know I'm kind of going on a longer. <laughs> it's great. 
But we need to be open in order to do, we need to be open first in order to um, do these calls to actions um, to put it into bullying or um, support each other through um, saying positive affirmations or um, really listening. There's so many different, I could, I could kind of go on and on, but <laughs> ways, cause I don't want to like run my mouth way too long, but like <laughs> have a couple of different things that um, could be done. Yeah, no, I really love that you said that. And I have a really great friend. Um, I do a lot of work in the autism community and believe me, there's a lot of bullying that goes into with the, in your diversity as well. Like you said, just so many different areas and, you know, um, groups that are, uh, under appreciated and, and bullied. And it's just so disappointing, but I think, and I might get this wrong, hopefully I get it right. But I think I just saw her quote something the other day and it was so cute. It said, I hear you, um, or you're heard, you're valued. I got you. And I just really love that. I love that. And she was saying, once your kids know that they're heard, they're valued, and you got them, then that you guys can move forward. And I just, when you said that, it flashed in my mind. And I was like, that's such a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And since you are um, bringing up a quote, let me bring up a quote Please. too. <laughs> so, oh, for background. So with the some people do kind of ask me, like, where do I get the title race to speak up? So the first meaning is that we need to hurry up and speak up when we're going through this bullying issue. And then also it's a play on words with the word race specifically. So the race part is also like we are all a part of one race, which is the human race. Now, you may be asking where I get that from. I get that actually from a couple of different people, but I know that I did want to mention um, specifically a quote that I actually used for my uh, yearbook uh, in like my senior year when I was graduating high school. So Rosa Parks said, I believe there is only one race, which is the human race. So that's something I very much believe in. And then on top of that, that keeps getting reiterated by a couple of other influential people that I personally met. And anti-racism activist Jane Elliott, she's always talking about the oneness of the human race. Um, C. Sarawitz, he is a follower of the Baha'i faith, and he's always preaching this message of the oneness of the human family. So he's saying the basically that quote, he says things like that as well. That's something that definitely extremely aligns with my message of um, anti-bullying. And again, I'm going to say the word support um, and loving each other. Like when Devin speaks up, it it's important to take a look at all these different, oh, let me hold it on a, let me hold on to this side. So when it comes to Devin Speaks Up, I have the front cover uh, with kids from all different backgrounds in what I like to call the unity heart. I didn't do this just randomly. I did this on purpose. These kids, um, like, let's kind of look, um, a kid with alopecia, but actually... I've heard of um, they, uh, some other people was like, oh, a kid with cancer. I can someone who I know that can relate to that. Or a person with the Afro, um, a Muslim person, um, a person of a beautiful ability, not a disability, a beautiful ability. Or, you know, the list kind of goes on and on and on. So I purposely had that because I wanted to represent how this world is not just one thing. 
It is so many different, beautiful types of things. And if we embrace that, if we understand that, and if we learn from that, we will go far in the light of positivity and kindness and happiness and love. That is what we need. That's what young people, when they're learning, they're just learning and growing. That's what they need too. Because if you're learning about this hate, especially from the home, you'll take all that knowledge and then you'll go into your school environment or you go into some other environment and then you're going to hate on others. And that's where bullying tends to start. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. We don't, we shouldn't want, should not want that in schools and anywhere. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? And it's so sad when it gets to the point where kids are not being heard or being listened to and the bullying is consisting. And then we have tragedies that come out of these things. And I think it's important to kind of, I know it's probably a hot topic or something that people don't want to believe in face, but it is so true. I'm sure that the amount of um, bullying that occurs and that leads to fatalities is devastating. And there's no excuse for anything to get that far um, from any human being to another. So I really love the message that you're sending about the whole human family and just one human race. And I couldn't agree more. Um, Even representing, you know, differently minded people, beautifully minded people. (laughs) And, and just understanding how the, um, the way that we show up in the world is the way that we, uh, people remember us, you know, they, they might not remember the things that, that we do or say or lecture, but the way we treat them. And that's what people remember from you. And what do you want to really be remembered for? Do you want to be remembered because you scoffed at somebody driving past you or something? Or do you want to be remembered as the person who waves to all your neighbors and is friendly and, you know, kind to the the school teachers that are having a rough day or whatnot. Um, I think that there's so many ways that we can show up in the world and give grace to people and and bring love and show that. So and you're really doing that with your book and your your presentations. What are some goals that you have for the future of race to speak up? Um, so the goals kind of just go back to giving more workshops on a larger platform, um, as well as kind of, I like being keynote speakers in certain areas. So kind of like that a little more, I know that's very specific, but kind of that more. And then also, um, I guess we can kind of put Devin Speaks Up like under race to speak up, even though Devin Speaks Up is his own entity because it's a book. But like when it comes to Devin Speaks Up, um, I want to have Devin Speaks Up in all environments. Um, so you can get it on my website and then you can also get it on a couple of different other like websites. But I want it in all libraries, all bookstores. I want it in all, hopefully like all, all places of the world. Mm-hmm. Like just you just take the earth, all of it just has Devin Speaks Up on it. <laughs> and then in all households, because it's so important to, when you're a parent or if you're a grandparent trying to 
give your grandchild a book that'll teach them about things that unfortunately that grandparent may have gone through or that parent may have gone through, or if the parent doesn't understand how to educate their young child about bullying, oh, you have a book that um, educates students in a simplified way, but also introduces new vocabulary or gives you correct definitions of words that have stigmas around it. Mm -hmm. Bullying, it gives you the correct definition of it. Upstander, oh, what is that? I haven't heard of that before. I may have heard of bystander intervention, but upstander, it kind of relates to that. Oh, or I may have never heard of the word upstander. What is it? They learn it, but they also see it in a colorful, diverse um, book. Or when they look at the front cover, because we're because uh, I mentioned diverse, you see kids that are like looking like you, or it's like, oh, my best friends look, my best friend looks like that. Oh, my brother actually is going through one of the um, things that one of the characters on the front cover of the book is going through, or what Devin went through. Or what the other character in the book went, th- okay, other other characters in the book went through. So there's so many different parts of it that I want to share with the world, and what I'm working on sharing with the world. But I just that's really the goals of really all my anti-bullying work. Yeah. Um. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, I hope that we can. Maybe I'm just like my brain's racking all of these like bullying organizations and things like this that you should get in touch with and, you know, be ambassadors for and things like that. So wonderful things for you on the horizon. And um, that's really exciting. So tell us a little bit about your personal, like, what do you like to do as a hobby? What are you going to do for next weekend? <laughs> um. Okay, so my personal, um, I love, I really am into um, photography. Oh, Not really great. many kind of know that about me, but specifically taking pictures of myself. <laughs> I love different backgrounds, aesthetics. I love botanical gardens. Um, if I had more time, people would actually catch me at um, botanical gardens, just relaxing and kind of just being in my own presence. So basically, I just kind of like to be out, have a little nice, uh, I call them self-dates, but I actually, yeah, that's what you kind of call them. I love that. Yeah, because it's just me, because I'm like, I need, I feel like I need to connect with myself. I feel like this, like, all the things that are going on in my life are just, it's too much right now. Like, I have a book event, and then I have a event that I'm speaking at afterwards, or the day after, or I'm like traveling for something else. But also, I'm in college, and that big test is on Friday. So, <laughs> and then after Friday, I can relax, or that night I could take a good nap, or I could just go out. So, there's a couple of different things that I like to just do to relax. Yeah, I try to see different clubs or different orgs that I'm a part of. There's another position that I just started. So, of course, I'm also working on campus. Okay, so, a different things. So I'm working specifically with an organization that an organization that's dealing with like multicultural. So there's different interns that represent different things. So I am the undergraduate like intern, but I specifically am focusing on Black student involvement. So that is actually kind of more on like the personal side for me because it's like it's fun. Like I get to specifically focus on this. And focus on different things that I could potentially create, different events that I could potentially have. 
in my college. Like what? I can do that. So like planning events is always fun for me. And then whenever financially I could just travel for um, <laughs> any other, just like relaxing, like especially over the summer, I just go ahead and do it, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. What's the time? The time is right for you too. You're young. You have your whole everything ahead of you. I'm really excited to see how far this goes for you and how much impact you have. And you already are doing so much. So thank you so much for for all the work you're doing. Where can everyone go to find you and support you? Yes. So basically the best place to find me, the best place to find me is through my website, which is racetospeakup.com. You can also find my book on racetospeakup.com. Just go to the shop page. Um, And then also I'm very active on Instagram um, as well as Facebook, a little bit on Twitter, um, kind of like things like that. So it's just at race to speak up. And then also I have a completely separate like pages dealing with my book. It's at author Devin Moore. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. My regular kind of more like personal LinkedIn is just, if you look up Devin Moore, Race to Speak Up, right. then my organization LinkedIn is just Race to Speak Up. So those are the those are the main ways that you can get in touch with me, contact me if you want me to come, if you want to bring me to your schools. Because a lot, uh, luckily, I've been getting a lot of great opportunities to do that. But if you want me to bring, if you want to bring me to your schools, bring my work to your schools, um, your organizations, conferences, whatever the case may be, just email me or go to my website. I love that. Thank you so, so much for the important work that you're doing. And like I said before, I know that it came out of adversity, but we're just, we're so lucky to now have this beautiful service and presence you're putting into the future and into the community. So from all of humankind, thank you. (laughs) I'm speaking for everyone. No, just joking. But uh, yeah, really, really great, great work and um, really inspirational. So keep up the good work, Devin. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on this show. This is a great conversation. I'm glad you liked it. I I hope that it's also a place people feel safe and comfortable and and want to be a part of because I certainly love to share and tell stories and just want I want to bring people together. So great way to do it. Thank you so much. I want to have you on in the future when you have some more exciting things happening. So let's stay in touch so we can do that. I'll go follow your pages. Yeah, we will. I have a couple of stuff coming up. So yeah, I have a lot to tell you. Good, good. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. Thank you so much for your time today, Devin. And we'll definitely be in touch.